Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, so there was a lot of celebrities at this game. I mean, anyone from Mike Tyson to the Kardashians to um, Magic Johnson, you name it. The one that makes the most sense for the Bucks, Larry David, because he was the star of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, after this game, you should probably curb yours if you're a Bucks fan. This was this was the coming out party for Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, they went and got him to push them over the top to go to a Super Bowl and hopefully win it. And they played the defending champions, and they they manhandled them. I mean, it was the final was thirty four twenty four. Folks, it wasn't that close. It just wasn't. Um, the Bucks got some issues on defense, not the least of which is injuries to their secondary. We knew they were without Sean Murphy bunting. Then you had, um, you know, more players more players go down. Obviously, the guy that went in for bunting in Jamel Dean, he also became injured with a knee injury. That doesn't look good. They ended up playing guys like Dee Delaney and Ross Cockrell, and they simply couldn't get it done. And there was miscommunications all over the secondary. Um, Deshaun Jackson was turned loose. I'll tell you where the game turned. I mean, they were still kind of in it, you know. When they went to halftime, they missed a long field goal uh, because of a, of a weird sort of fumble that couldn't be advanced, that sort of thing. And Ryan Suckup missed, missed a 55-yarder at the end of the half. But then they came out in the second half. The Rams got the ball, and it's third and 10. And at third and 10 on the ball on the 25-yard line, you get off the field there, then all of a sudden – you know, it's only a 14-7 to game. Well, with no pressure, they let Stafford wind up. They blow coverage. Deshaun Jackson, of course, Deshaun Jackson, gets behind the defense, and it's a 75-yard bomb. Buddy, when you give up 75-yard scores on one play, you're not going to win many games. And then before you know it, it's 31-14. And, you know, I mean, Stafford had a hell of a day. Four touchdown passes, 343 yards. Um, he was terrific. They couldn't cover Cooper Cup again. Nine catches, 96 yards, two touchdowns. And, of course, Deshaun Jackson with just five targets had three for 120, including the 75-yarder. Yarder, Tyler Higby um, had five for 40 and had a touchdown, the kid from East Lake High. So this was everything that the Rams ordered. It was a complete team win. Their defense, with the absence of any running game, which the Bucks have not had now for three weeks, they wound up sacking Brady three times. They hit him five times. There were some dangerous shots that he took in this game. So, you know, look, um, this is why Super Bowl teams don't repeat, okay? They don't repeat because, in this case, the injuries are, are attacking one position group, and that's the secondary. But also, if you noticed, teams are, are stopping them from from – rushing for and getting home. They're not getting home with their four their four best pass rushers. They're just not. They didn't have JPP, you know, on Sunday. That was a big deal, obviously. Joe Tryon, Sharinka, and Anthony Nelson are not Jason Pierre-Paul. Not, not at this point. And so when they rushed for, they didn't get home. And then the blitzes are getting picked up. You know, 
teams have watched, you know, those eight gap blitzes and, and they're doing a good job of picking them up. They're doing some mass protection things, which, you know, is, is now allowing the rush to get there. And when you have a guy like Stafford with his arm, he, he can pick you apart. So this was a this was a very humbling, humbling game if you're a Bucks fan. This you know, a year ago they lost by a field goal. Brady was still trying to find his way. They got off to a slow start in that game. I think they trailed seventeen to nothing. They came back, lost on a game winner. But at the end of the day, um, they had not really hit stride. I don't think they've hit stride yet either on offense because they're just so imbalanced. I mean, Tom Brady, Steve, led this team in rushing. There's really not else, not much else to say. The running game is a drastic concern, and we did see more of Giovanni Bernard today, although that was more about his pass catching in that. And he got hurt. And he got hurt at the end. And, and we'll see yeah. how – I mean, Bruce Arian said he didn't think it was going to be that bad, but he was worrying about how it might swell up on the flight home. And that's a long flight home too. Yeah, for uh, sure. When you're going cross country. Mm-hmm. I, I, will say, I mean, I think there's a lot of – I don't think you can sit there and, and look at this game and go, the sky's falling for the Bucks, and, and for several reasons. Although there are lots of things to be concerned about, particularly the secondary. Mm-hmm. And the pass rush, as you mentioned. I mean, you know, if they can't get four home and they've got multiple injuries in that secondary, it's going to be a long season on defense. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what Todd Bowles can dial up at that point. Because you can't go all out blitz because you've got guys that can't cover one on one out there. Right. And if, you're, if your four can't get home, that's going to be a, a problem. And it's going to be something they have to address. And, and possibly the restructuring of Ali Marpet's contract where they freed up $4 million of cap space. Maybe that's going to be an answer, whether it's Richard Sherman or somebody else or multiple people. Uh, you know, it's possible they could do something there. But the one thing, you know, look, this is the NFL, and you can have bad weeks, and, and the next week you look like a hero. I mean, it happened, you look all over the league, and, and some teams today that lost that, you know, looked really bad and have looked great before. This was the first ro- road game in front of a crowd that this team has really played. Last year they did That's didn't. true. That's true. And, you know, Tom Brady wasn't on the team before, and a lot of these guys. It's their first true road game against maybe the best team in the NFC next to you. You know, pretty much if, if you're handicapped in the NFC, it was the Rams and Bucks. Those are your, probably your top two teams. Pick the order. If you saw how Sean McVay viewed week three of the NFL, when, when Ryan Suckup misses the field goal from 55 yards in the half, did you see how excited he was? He was pumped. Sprinted off yeah. the field. When Deshaun yeah. Jackson gets that touch on the – he's sprinting <laughs> down the, the field. <laughs> he, ran, he ran 50 of the 75 yards. This is what happens when you're Super Bowl champs. You have a target on your back. Yeah. And you're going to get every team's best effort. And you're playing at maybe the best team in the NFC or one of them for sure on the road. Your first road game this year. Your first road game as this group. With a crowd. With a crowd. I mean, you know, I mean, mm. last year, yeah, you were on the road, but – there wasn't, you know, limited crowds at best. All this goes is, is a factor in it. You saw some commu- a lot of communications in secondary, but you even saw some offensive false issues starts. with false yeah. starts and, and mm-hmm. communication. And they haven't they haven't done this in two years. And and not, not, it's not an excuse. These are professionals. You know, they'll, they'll get through this. But you know, you take all of it in. You know, SoFi Stadium was rocking. This was the game of the week. All, all that combined, I, I don't – look, there's a lot of things to be concerned about and plenty for Bruce Arians and, and Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich and, and their staffs to go through and tape and, and fix. And, and But it's week three. 
you lost to a really good team who was obviously taking this game to mean more than just – if you just looked at Sean McVay on the sidelines, this was more than a regular season game week three to them. This was an important measuring stick game for them. And, and good on them for performing. Matthew Stafford looked great. Uh, you, know, you, see, you, know, you start seeing how much better that offense looks with Matthew Stafford compared to Jared Goff and why they made the trade they did. But well, I was smart. But yeah, but I, I'm not ready to, you know, and I've seen some Bucks fans, uh, a few of them are, you know, panicking. Others have said, you know what? I kind of forgot what it was like to lose after 10 straight wins. <laughs> and so, you know, That's maybe, right. you know, but every team goes and loses. I mean, you know, the best teams will have three or four losses in most years. The best teams are going to lose a quarter of their games a year. It happens. And, and, but there's a lot to learn from this. And, and, you know, look, this Bucks team, has the talent to go to the postseason. It's a matter of getting there. You don't have to win every game along the way, but you got to start figuring some things out along the way. And, and they've got some challenges now, particularly with depth on the secondary. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. And, and we don't know what the Rams are going to be. I, I do think, though, you know, they have the complete package. And what I like about the Rams, and I said this um, during the week, is Every year they go for it. You know, draft picks be damned. Mm-hmm. Um, first round quarterback be damned. They traded Jared Goff two number ones in a in a third, I think, to get Matthew Stafford. But it was the right move because with Matthew Stafford, they're a Super Bowl team. Period. Um, he's you know, for all those years in Detroit where he didn't have a supporting cast, he had Calvin Johnson here or somebody there. Um, but their defense wasn't very good. This this Rams team is a complete package. They they got player makers on every level. Um, you know the Bucks do too. It's just that the secondary. There's two things that we've seen from the beginning of this year, and a little bit last year, but certainly from the beginning of this year, and that is they're not covering people, and they're not they weren't they haven't been tackling very well. But there's there is miscommunication that you shouldn't have. Now you get that sometimes with new players coming in. Um, and, and that that can be a factor. But the players were Mike Edwards and Carlton Davis. They've been here for three years. They should be past that point, right? So some of that stuff I, I don't quite get, and I don't think they're playing particularly well. The other thing is I know their playmakers are the receivers. Chris Godwin, um, you know, obviously Mike Evans, who had a big day over 100 yards. You know, Ant- Antonio Brown, who wasn't here and didn't play, although – um, I thought Tyler Johnson stepped up pretty well. But you, you're going to have to find some balance in this offense. And, you know, they didn't they didn't always trail. They didn't trail against Atlanta. Um, they trailed at various times, but not till the end against Dallas. They haven't run the ball, period. They haven't run the football. And with a 44-year-old quarterback who got hit five times on Sunday, if you think you're going to go out here and chuck it 55 times a game, He's not going to make it through 17 weeks. I don't care how durable he has been throughout his career. So this football team in that offensive line needs to take the pressure off because then the play action will work. He'll have big windows to throw to. He'll have more protection um, because those linebackers have to come downhill on the play fakes or the run fakes. But right now, um, you know, they've got some glaring, glaring holes. Now, to your point, they go to New England. This is the biggest week of the year. I was I've always said, you know, as big as this Ram game great game is, wait till you see the hype this week. You know, the hype this week is the prodigal son returns, right? Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. Hey, by the way, the Patriots aren't very good. They're just not. Well, Are that, they good that's enough the to difference beat in this these guys? Game. Maybe. Yeah, that's the difference yeah. in this week's game is that 
Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's going to be hype. There's going to be emotion. There's going to be all but that. They're expected to beat the Patriots. But, yeah, but the Patriots aren't as good as the Rams. And, and no. you know, they shouldn't put up as, as big of a challenge and, you know, shouldn't threaten the Bucks secondary as much. Not to say that they won't have success, but right. that, you know, you're not facing a team that, you know, look, if you go into every year saying, you know, there's five or six teams that legitimately have a shot to win the Super Bowl. Right. The two teams that play today are two of the teams you're picking. The Patriots are not one of those you're picking. Right. They don't have that they don't have that level of talent yet. But the team they lost to is the New Orleans Saints are. And Jameis bounced back, mm-hmm. which was a good sign for the Saints. Um, but I think these guys can stay on the field with the Saints and, and you know, their young quarterback, Mac Jones, struggled. At times he didn't get much help from his receivers. Had one ball bounce off a guy's hands and in, in you know, for an interception. But um, it's you know because of the hype, because of all the surrounding. I think the players will be locked in. They know what this means to Brady. Uh, he is only sixty something yards from, and he will do this in New England uh, from breaking or setting the all time NFL passing record, breaking Drew Brees's mark. He went over eighty thousand yards on Sunday, and the numbers this guy's putting up is incredible. I mean, he's going to throw for over five thousand yards this year, easy. The, the way things are going. Um, so they got you know they got plenty of talent. It's just you start to see injuries pile up at one position, and it's just not easy to go get players. I mean, I know they've talked to Richard Sherman. You know, there's a big story about well they they renegotiated the contract with Ali Marpet, got four million dollars. Look, I'm told some of that is just because they had a run on injured reserve. You know, you need cap room to pay off salaries for injured reserve. Um, but, look, we know they can create money if Richard Sherman's the guy they want. You know, when we talk to Bruce Arians, you know, he merely says that, well, we're going to talk about it on the way home on the plane, and I can bet you uh, that they'll, they'll consider everything. But they last, the last couple of weeks they brought in a couple of experienced corners, Rashad Robinson and Pierre Desir. Robinson played for Todd Bowles with the Jets. He's played a number of years in this league. Desir has played as, as well. But, look, you don't find better players usually just hanging out on street corners. You know what I mean? If they're good corners, they're, they're not on a street corner. They're in, a, they're in an NFL roster. So I, I don't know how much better they can get back there until they get some players back. And it's still early in the season. We're only week three. This is what happens to Super Bowl teams. The other thing I would have be concerned about, Steve, is I don't know what Pierre Paul's future is with respect to his shoulder. And even though Joe Tryon Shoinka is a good player, he's a young player, he had some pressure, but he didn't get anybody on the ground. And Shaq Barrett can't do it on all on his own. And they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get protection to Shaq Barrett's side because he's a game wrecker. And so somebody has to get pressure. These guys rushing four can't get home. So the combination of pass and coverage, pass rushing coverage, is not working. It hasn't worked from the start of the season. I suspect it's worse on the back end than the front end. But I can't promise you that it is. Um, I just think they're both bad right now. I think this defense is is nowhere near playing to a playoff level. And if they played anybody good, um, they would probably get beat. And, and and they would get if they get behind, they're in deep trouble because as great as Tom Brady is, he can't stand back there and throw it fifty five times. No quarterback can. And so those are the red flags for me in this game. Is that they're falling into a pattern here. Um, where, where when they were at their best last year during down the stretch, they did have some big games passing. But when they were at their best, they were balanced. Playoff Lenny, right? Ronald Jones, 
um, we saw big games from those guys, and we're just not seeing it right now. To me, that's the biggest concern on this team, more than the secondary, because and it's because the secondary. Look, you know, you've got Sean Murphy bunting out, Jamel Dean left right. today. It's you're playing your reserves and the guys that if you're playing, you know, you've got trouble back there. You've got yeah. your RB one, your RB two, and Giovanni Bernard. That that you know you were happy going into the season with, and and yeah, as much as you know, Ronald Jones has shown some flashes at times. I've never thought he was a, an RB one. I thought yeah. it's a good compliment. Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. hasn't shown that he can be an RB one, and but this is what they went in the season with saying these these are this is RB one and RB two, and and it's not working right now. Now whether it's all on the running backs or the offensive line isn't doing what they need to do in that. If Tom Brady think... doesn't have a running game or an outlet from the running back position, it puts him at a significant disadvantage yeah. of of reaching of doing what he can do on a football field. Yeah, they have to run it better. Okay, there's no question, but they got to run it more. And and what I mean by that is, you do have a beat up secondary. Okay, the worst thing you can do is go three and out and turn it over to the other team and and run no clock at all. One of the ways to protect your defense is to possess the ball. And I'm not saying, hey, don't score quick. If you get a guy down the field, obviously, and you score in five plays, so be it. But my point is, in absence of that, you're not running any clock at all. you know. And so from that standpoint, um, you know, I mean, they ended up with more plays than the Rams did, but that's just because the Rams were allowing them to possess the ball at the end of the game to keep, you know, from – to prevent them from having deep shots. But when you look at this when you look at this Rams team and, and the thing Stafford did the best was third down. They were ten of fifteen on third down. He missed the first two third downs of the game. Okay. Then they went eight for eight. And the guy the guy passed for like hundred and seventy yards um during that stretch of, of just the third downs. I mean he was phenomenal. Um and so they're not playing situational football well, you know. Seven for seven, 180 yards and two TDs uh, during those third downs and during that stretch of seven for seven. So he was so big in situations. And last year they were a situational football team. If they got you to third down, they got you off the field. They got pressure on the quarterback. They even got turnovers. They hell had one ball. What did it hit? Uh, Jamal Dean right in the hands early in the game, and he literally dropped it. I mean, almost between the numbers. And those are plays so, that can completely change a game. He makes no that question. pick, that first no half goes question. completely different. That's right. And you're always better, especially with Brady playing from ahead. Brady is not, you know, even though he's captain comeback, right, that's for the last drive. That's not coming back from 21 down. We saw him do it last year against a rookie quarterback in the Chargers, a bad defense. We've seen him do it, you know, against Atlanta, down 17 to nothing last year. But that's not the position you typically want to put any quarterback, much less one that's 44 years old. I just feel like, you know, they're. I feel like the defense is letting the off. I know they can score points. I know they can, you know, move the football. I mean, those things. You got too many good players on that side of the ball. Um, but you know, running the football, they're not doing. And then, you know, from a secondary and a pass rush standpoint, it's just not there yet. Yeah, and, and look, you're trying to do that today and come from behind and do all those things without a running game against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, those are two of the best defensive players in the NFL period. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's a position you can't be in. I mean, and, and it steamrolled it. I mean, Ryan Suckup misses a 55 yard field goal. 
okay, I mean, that would have been a career long, et cetera. Bradley Pinion with but a 15 the, the yard 15, punt. I mean, that's when you just, it was just, it was like, this isn't their day. I mean, when no, when's the last time they, you saw Bradley Pinion do that? As as Bruce Arian said, we were we were not ourselves mm-hmm. um, in this game, all three phases. He says, we just didn't play like we do. He goes, when we play the right way, we're better than this team here, meaning the Rams. Um, he believes that. He believes they're better than the, than this football team. I think you got to prove it. You've lost two years in a row to these guys, okay, mm-hmm. and with two different quarterbacks. So, mm, you know, granted, like you said, look, the Rams got to navigate an NFC West that is loaded with Seattle, with Arizona, with San Francisco, okay? So they're going to lose some games down the road here. And the Bucks still have New Orleans twice. They got, mm-hmm. you know, Carolina twice, who's 3-0. and Who knows what they'll be by the time they get to week 16 and 17 or 17 and 18. But, you know, it's a, it is a long season, right? We, I mean, if you were to try to evaluate the Bucks even after 12 games last year, you'd say they're not a playoff team. I think there's so many much expectation. I think the best point you raised was this was they're all the measuring sticks for every team. Every team says we're going to take on the Super Bowl champions. Let's see what we do against them. So, yes, they're going to experience some of that. That happened. If you felt the energy in this building, if, you know, this was – think about Los Angeles and football, right? The Rams moved out of here. The Raiders were here. They moved out of here for 20 years, almost Brady's entire career. This was the first game Brady has played in the NFL in L.A. It's incredible. This was his 45th stadium in his career. Um, but for L.A. and football, this was the biggest game in, in two decades, and it felt like it. And it looked like it on, you know, you know I'm sitting here in Tampa watching on TV. Yeah. But- but you know, oh, yeah. and, and the announcers, you know, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck kept talking about how electric the building was and how it, you know, and, and even pregame, everyone was talking about. It felt like a playoff game. It's week three of yes. the NFL. Yes. And you know, when you're hungry to get after the Super Bowl champs, you know, it. it the, the Rams came out and played a, a better game today. Period. I mean, they won the mm-hmm. game. Give them all the credit in the world. But you know, there's a lot of. A lot of things the Bucks can take from this too, and learn from this, like they did for the first twelve weeks last year too. I mean, you know, yeah. it was, it was. Look, we don't have to be perfect week one. It, you know, it's about how you finish the year, as long as you can get to the postseason. And the Bucks are two and one. Tom Brady's off to a really good start. There's there's things to take out of out of this so far. And, and yeah, look, if when we went through the schedule at the beginning of the year, this was a game you went, yeah, they're probably going to lose this game. I mean, I don't remember exactly which games we picked. We both said four or five games they lose. And, you know, this game, before the New England game, your first road game, a, a playoff team that, that got better by by improving its quarterback position on the team that was really good last year, uh, you know, it was that was one that you went going in the season going, if they lose that game, you, you're, not, you're not shocked by it. It's, not, it's nothing that you, you, you panic on. I mean, it's – like I said, the best teams in the NFL will lose four or five games a year. Yeah. It's just sort of the way that it – like I was mm-hmm. trying to envision if they see these guys again, okay, you would hope you would see them with Murphy Bunting back or Jamal Dean back or what have you. You would hope you would see them with Joe Tryon being a more developed and polished pass rusher, all that stuff. But when they see him again, like if it's here, if it's in this building with this crowd, um, from what I saw tonight – I think I think the Rams have the right recipe. They got they got their best player 
is at Brady's feet. He plays right inside and Aaron Donald. Now, Donald had not sacked Brady until Sunday night in the times that they have met. Um, didn't do it last year. And but but they got guys, they got dudes, you know, and Jalen Ramsey's as good a good a defensive player in the secondary as you can find. Um Mike Evans had a good game. They move Ramsey around. Raheem Morse has done a really good job with this defense. That's the other thing. Like they're not dissimilar to what they were doing, but I think Morris has is got a better feel for how to attack teams. Um and yeah, the Rams aren't perfect. No no question. They're not. Um, it's always a player two that changes the game. The third and ten, the dropped interception. You make those two plays, we're not even having the same discussion, most likely, because Brady was was answering every touchdown with a touchdown of his own. Um, so they were getting it done. But I, I just, it's a feel thing. It's like, wow, if you got to come back in this building for the NFC Championship or any any playoff game at all, and you got to play that team again. They got a ton of confidence on you. But we know New Orleans did too, right, a year ago. I mean, nobody beat the Bucks worse than the Saints did, and they did it at Raymond James 38-3. to What happened in the playoffs? The Bucks won the game that mattered. Again, on the road, no fans. I, I still say that was a big part of their run in 2020, no fans. To go on the road. No question. And for win, three playoff games on the road. three playoff games. Yeah, that's, that's the year to do it, um, even though there was a lot of signs and clanging in Green Bay. So. Anyway, it was a uh, it was an entertaining game. Like I said, there was a lot of a lot of celebrities here. This is a different town. This is a town that loves loves stars. You have to shine when the spotlight's on you, and the Rams did that. And now the Rams, you know, look, they got the LA Dodgers are the world champions, right? Lakers need to need to kick it in gear a little bit. But mm-hmm. we talk about Champa Bay. Hey, how about Los Angeles right now? They got it going on too. And a few and, note, and that, a few notes too. The Bucks. First time in what nine games didn't score thirty points. Yeah, um, broke a ten game winning streak going back to last streak. year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but you know, it, look, it's the NFL. All those things are going to come to a, a halt at some point. Sure, sure. Um, you know, it, it's, it's still a marathon, not a sprint. And I, so I don't. Absolutely. You know, look, there's plenty to take out of this game, but yep. You know, to quote Bill Belichick, who they're going to face this week is we're on to New England. You know, I mean, yeah, they got to be. And Brady, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, will be. Looking at New England and looking at this game, he'll, he'll look at this game on the way home. He'll be on to New England probably by Monday morning for sure. Um, and you know, he he as well as anybody puts the games behind him. You don't see him lose two in a row very often. Hasn't happened in his career a lot. That was going to be you my next the, point. <laughs> right, you finish the first quarter three and one. Eh, you're pretty good. The schedule gets a little easier. Okay, in my opinion, you still got some road games. You got to do a Thursday night in Philly. Um, October 31st, you know, you have the Saints on the road. So there's some tough games. But you also got Miami at home. You know, there's there's some very winnable games starting with Sunday in New England. I, th- I don't think that that quarterback facing that guy coming back home, from, from what I understood, his you know, I watched a little of the game against the Saints. I, I don't know how Mac Jones beats them. I don't. I don't know how he does it. And I think his player, the Bucks players will be locked in. They know what this means to their team. They know what it means to Brady, and it's going to be a great week. We've got a ton of stories planned all week. Of course, Brady will eventually be talking about Boston and New England. He didn't want to do it after the game on Sunday. Don't forget Gronk's return, too. Is. I mean, Gronk's return, assuming that Gronk, I thought, was dead. He turned well, and took a hit in the back. I thought it was horrible. broken ribs. Well, and this is a guy that's had back trouble. They did x-ray his ribs, and fortunately for him, um, they were not 
the, the x-rays were negative. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, his four-and-a-half, five-hour flight home is going to make that big body feel any better. He took a lot of shots. He had a lot of targets. Um, they were just off on a few things, or he could have had a really big day, and that may have changed the game as well. Um, but you can't lose Gronk. You can't lose Giovanni Bernard. You mm-hmm. can't keep losing corners. These are the assassins that, that take down, you know, your, your your Super Bowl chances. It's it's death by a thousand paper cuts. And and that's sort of what they're experiencing on the defense. So I thought Tyler Johnson um, had a good game. Big time. Stepped up big time when mm-hmm. he when he got called upon. Good for him, you know. Didn't see Scotty Miller get many targets, but yeah, Tyler was there when they needed him. So I mean that's that's what you're supposed to do if they can just find a way if he could play safety or corner, that would that would be even better. Cameron, Cameron you know? Bray got some more targets today. Bray stepped up. He does what Bray does. When he's called upon, he always produces. I, I looked I looked to see O. J. Howard now a little bit mm-hmm. more, maybe with Gronk ailing. So, you know, they've got they've got depth at the offensive positions, but in the secondary is where they're they're getting their run of bad luck. Hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so uh, tell me the latest about the AL East winning Tampa Bay Rays. Well, they Saturday night, they uh, the New York Yankees helping the Rays out this weekend beat Boston yeah, both did. Friday and Saturday. The Rays beat Miami Friday and Saturday, which meant the Rays are back to back AL East champions for the first time amazing. in franchise history. Just amazing, absolutely incredible run they're on now. Sunday they beat yep. Miami again. Meanwhile, Houston keeps losing. Mm. The Rays have already got to a point where the White Sox cannot catch them, so they have home field for the American League Division Series. But now with Houston keep losing in the Rays, the Rays at worst case right now would tie Houston for the best record in the American League. Wow. The magic number is one to have the best record in the American League, which means, and you're playing Houston three games this week. You win one, you've got the best record in the American League. Yeah. That's all you no, have to do is win one game this week or Houston to lose one game this week. And they're in terrific, yeah, terrific shape. And it was great to see on the night that they clinched the AL East to see that building full, mm-hmm. see it rocking. I'm sure me and you will discuss more about Stu Sternberg's plan to have his sign in right field, a subtle, a subtle sign that we don't want to detract from the playoffs about his Montreal idea. <clears throat> we'll talk about that, I'm sure, uh, tomorrow on the podcast. As well as all the college football yeah. that went down, USF with, uh, valiant comeback against BYU pretty good, after pretty good accounting. Back. Yeah, Timmy Timmy McLean, he's look, their guy. Look, I mean, he's their know, guy. If you remember Quentin Flowers when he started, yep, his first few he's getting games, better. It takes a few, it takes at least a few games, if not more. He was in command. What I liked going. about mm-hmm. it, he was totally in command of that offense, and he made plays. Obviously, he can make them with his feet as well as mm-hmm. his arm. But what I liked is that he looked like he was the field general. He looked in command, and he kept playing. He kept playing and kept pushing and, and making plays, and they got back into that game. Um, I don't think there's ever a chance they were going to win it, but it certainly looks respectable. Now he's got to go out there and repeat that. You know, He's got to go out there and have that same performance 
or better next week. Sam Barrington, SMU. Sam Barrington does color for the USF radio network. Mm-hmm. Tweeted after the game, or actually tweeted Sunday morning, that Timmy McLean, when it's all said and done, may be the best quarterback ever at USF. No, he said it's early, he, but based he's on gotta be what better he's than seen, Flowers. the skill set, the stature, the swagger, the all that, that he might yeah. end up being the best when it's all well, said. Well, true and done. freshman, mm-hmm. true freshman. Mm-hmm. That's the key. You know, this kid's right out of high school, and he was yep. a stud. So you give him all the credit in the world. So we'll have all that to talk about, of course, this week. Uh, Bruce Arians have a little later press conference today. Tom Brady, of course, on with Jim Gray tonight. We'll see if he has anything to say about his trip back to New England. Uh, so all of that for you, of course, uh, on Sports Day Tampa Bay. So from out here in La La Land, I'm headed to the Red Eye. That's always fun. The Bucks lose 34-24. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud, Tampa Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.